0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com. All right. That was good. And welcome back to Meeting of the Minds. Today I'm here with headlock extraordinaire and sales guru, the great John Cox.
2: Hey, thanks, Gene. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man so we go back a long way our wrestling days we met in fargo you headlocked me you packed me that wasn't a great beginning to us meeting <laughs> i wanted to have a great career at navy and now doing great in business and sales just happy to have you on board
2: hey thanks man thanks for having me along um you know like i've told you a couple of times i've seen you uh you thing from day one and i'm just happy to be able to to help and and be of use for you uh at some point so hey might as well be today why not
0: absolutely absolutely let's to- let's talk about how you transitioned from a great wrestling career into business. So I guess start talking about wrestling.
2: Uh, yeah. So anybody who knows me from uh, my days in early Michigan knows that I'm not a very naturally athletically gifted person. Uh, and it took me a lot of work uh, every day uh, to just, you know, waking up in the mornings, uh, boxing, lifting, working out, probably working out too much. But uh, if there's anything that I- I've noticed of, uh, of great athletes like in the NFL, who've given me, you know, motivational speeches throughout time, everyone kind of has that, uh, that that crazy notch about them right like they're willing to drive their minds and their bodies to a, a place that just nobody else is willing to go and I think growing up I was blessed with that kind of mindset I'm sorry if, if something sounds like it crashes my dog's right here next to me
0: oh you're good you're good <laughs>
2: <laughs> um and I, yeah I remember there, there was days I'd be working out uh just training I, all of a sudden I uh found myself to excel at wrestling I tried all the sports no soccer football track rugby all that um, but I just tended to excel a bit and enjoy wrestling a little bit more than others. So I just said, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a state champion. That's what I'm going to do. And I just went all in. I'm like, in pretty much anything I've ever done in my life, I always wanted there to be no questions asked. Like, I've done everything I could for my goal. So being a state champion at that time was, uh, you know, was my total focus in being a good student. You know, my, my sister, she was really smart. Um, my parents used to put the... Uh, uh, the report cards above, above the door and I would look at the report because I'm like I'm gonna get better grades than her so I was gonna be a state champion and get better grades that was like all I ever wanted to do throw my uh, you know K to 12 so uh, yeah and eventually uh, you know people always ask me how'd you go, how'd you go to Navy I'm just a small town boy from Michigan and military is not very prevalent in the state of Michigan It's just you know we have a lot of bases people don't travel much to the state uh, you know Michigan is very very isolated and landlocked right you're not conveniently going to North Dakota via Michigan. You know, it's just like there's nothing else to go in, in Michigan unless you're going to Michigan. So anyway, um, yeah, there was a hat. My my aunt was in the Navy. There was a hat she gave me one day in the corner of our living room. And uh, my dad, you know, at, at that time I had placed fifth in the state as a freshman. And he's like, well, you might want to start thinking about going to college. And then he pointed that he's like, what about Navy? I'm like, what the heck's Navy? I didn't even know what the Naval Academy was at the time. So, uh, and really, the rest is history. And we, you know, ended up moving on to uh, to college from there. And and uh, yeah, it ended up just uh just working out real well.
0: Talk about how wrestling formed you, and then how, and then talk about Navy, how Navy started to form you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, the anybody who's wrestled, you know, uh, knows that this is a emotional. Uh, very all-consuming sport um, that laid the groundwork for me to not only you know, be successful in wrestling, get, taking that mindset and really committing to it, uh, but being able to be a good family man, uh, being able to be a good student, being able to be a good father. You know, it really taught me a lesson that if I was to just um, <laughs> really going crazy in the corner there, um, that if uh, you know if I'm going to take on anything in my life, uh, it's all in. You're all in, and there's you're, you're going to have a goal. I'm going to be the best father I can be. I'm going to be the best student I can be. I can be the, the best wrestler I can be. I'm going to be a champion in whatever that goal is. And uh, that's it, that. Really, I can say that that's laid the groundwork in in both you know business and wrestling alike. And when I you know went to the Naval Academy and really got that military foundation, military finish, if you will, um, that really helped me lay the structure onto my life. Um, you know, I became a lot more organized. I was able, um, you know, when you go to the Naval Academy, you're not exactly hitting uh, go to the bar Wednesday night and then, you know, getting hammered at the nearest sorority party. That's just not how it works. You know, I, I always say that I probably wouldn't have graduated college had I not gone to Navy. You know, somebody was making sure I was in my room saying, study, you know, and, uh, and really helped me, uh, you know, take those late teen, early 20 years and, and be able to make those, uh, to maximize efficiency, in my opinion, so I could, um, so I like was able to uh, be as successful as I could and, and, and finish it off right and just get it done and move on to the next step of my life, you know, which was the my, my military career. So, uh, yeah, it was, um, you meet a lot of uh, very accomplished, very determined people, people who have been through a lot. You know, I, ever, I woke up uh, my freshman year, I'll never forget. I had, I had a major who had an office right across my room. And so, you know, most kids are are just trying to get to class and waking up in their sweatpants. You know, I, I had to look at one, uh, you know, one very accomplished officer, Every single day, the minute I woke up, and right before I went to, uh, you know, right before I went back to my classes, uh, and it was, uh, you know, it it, it it shapes you a little differently. So, oh, hold on, I gotta just. Uh, define this. So, yeah, um, yeah. Say, providing my, uh, you know, both of those experiences and, and and how I came up in academics definitely helped shape my, uh, uh, you know, structure in my life and my determination just to uh, to get things done, which was really positive in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I'd assume you grow up real quick at Navy. That there's- you do. <laughs> I'd say that. Yeah, I mean, because right away, it's got to be up at a certain time. You got to be doing certain things on top of. So it's it's not it's all well, the things you're doing for, for, for the Navy plus college plus wrestling. It's a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. It was uh, it was a lot to take on. There wasn't a lot other things you could fill in your life uh, other than just going to school and, and doing the military thing and, and being a student and being an athlete, it, it, there's just there's so much going on and I didn't have a lot of time to, uh, to uh, get into anything else. And I think that was, that was probably fairly positive. I, I probably saved myself a lot of trouble and, and getting into a lot of trouble, in my opinion, at that point. I was, I was kind of a crazy kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'd, I'd assume that any of the academies you are going to be more, it's going to teach you more to be a leader, to speak up, to take initiative. Can you talk about those things and then how that influenced you in business?
2: Yeah, sure. You know, yeah, that's it. Actually, had a a lot of influence, and in especially the way I do business today. Uh, you know, you go to to the academies to be a leader. That's what they grounded your your head every single day. You better take this seriously. You're gonna be a leader. You're gonna you're gonna be you know going into battle, and you know I did do all that. Um, you know, I uh, you, you learn how to delegate real fast. You learn what happens if uh, if you don't delegate. You learn what happens if you don't inspect what you expect, as we, you know, a common phrase, you're always uh, here in the military, especially as an officer, uh, how to hold people accountable, um, how to follow up, how to make sure people are staying on task. And that's funny, I've, I've been able to, to kind of take a lot of those leadership skills, although I'm an individual contributor at my current company. I kind of look at my customers as, as not not my subordinates, but people I need to manage, right? Um, hey you might want to get a hold of this order or get ahead a little bit on the supply chain. Cause I, I, I forecast some problems coming up. Like you're going to run short if you don't, you know, order this today. Like I told you, I did all I could, you know, um, and they, they do appreciate that and they do appreciate the, the personable approach I take. You know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I always pick up the phone. You will always get a hold of me whenever, whenever I call that some, my, my guys, whenever I, I led them, you know, throughout uh, my time in the Marines and at the Academy and everything, they always appreciate it. So, um, you know, I, I try to bring that into my, uh, my business culture today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then talk about the transition then into the Marines.
2: Yeah, that was wild. Uh, so. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, can, you, can you still see me right now, by the way? No. No, nope. okay, hold on one second. I keep having these calls come in. Um, sorry, I'm back. Uh, so, uh, when you go, when every Marine Corps officer is a uh, 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 rifle platoon commander, that you spend six months, your first six months as an officer, um, you spent at, uh, TBS, the basic school, they even uh, have an acronym for the, and the Marines, because I guess that's how Marines are. Uh, but it, you, uh, you spend six months going through the woods, looking for boxes, um, you know, you know, land navigation, shooting, uh, leadership skills, infantry skills, all sorts of stuff. Um, and that, uh, you know, that's your, your first real taste of how it is to be a Marine officer. And, uh, then they, you know, assign you your duty after that, or your, your job that you're going to go into your MOS, uh, military occupational specialty. And I ended up becoming a logistics officer uh, and, and taking control of my, uh, my own platoon. Um, it's, you know, it was that, that time it was very, uh, Afghanistan was, was in full swing. It was all very kinetic. Um, and we knew that we were probably going to be going into something pretty serious one day. So, um, you know, it was all very, it, it, I, I felt lucky at the time that I was able to be part of that and have that be my military experience. You know, I always say I was a, I was one of those kids that was playing war in the back in my backyard, you know, and if you're a kid who liked to play war in his backyard growing up and hoping you're going to be a part of something like that someday, you know, at that time, um, you know, operation during freedom was a really great opportunity to be able to, you know, get that out of your system, to get that in your life. And so I was able to, uh, to, to do that. <laughs> She's insane. My dog, um, to do that. And, uh, and, you know, lead some guys to do a very real and, uh, what I felt was a very, uh, a, a very awesome opportunity that, that a lot of people do if especially they aspire to do uh, really uh, awesome things in, in, in battle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then that had to form you on top of your experience at Navy, then being a Marine that had to give you additional formation to prepare you for life. Yeah. Of things yeah. Different that actually now being out there in the field, how did that form you? Oh,
2: perspective. You get perspective on a lot of things. I, you know, uh, I'd say my deployment to Afghanistan—I did one, uh, and a lot of people did two or three, four. I had one very, very serious deployment, and all my training and all of my schooling and all my leadership skills and all sort of stuff really were tested during that time. We—I uh, we, was part of this this big battle called Operation Masharak. It was a one of the battles in the uh, uh, Operation Dream Freedom. We took over a uh, a Taliban stronghold called uh, Marja, Marja, Afghanistan. Uh, there's HBO specials about it and all this sort of stuff. It was this big thing. Well, I I had CNN and Fox News and Reuters and all this stuff with me. I like I I brought them to go do you know around different parts of the battlefield to go do the reporting, um you know, among other things. But uh, you know when you go through something like that and you realize you know you see these these people these these poor Afghan people uh, you know they're being controlled by these, this awful organization uh and you you get a a whole different perspective of not only what they're going through and not only really what's going on in other parts of the world but then at the same time like you know (laughs) you're you're really kind of fearing for your life every day but you don't you don't you don't think about it so much i'll never forget christmas christmas of 2010 my staff sergeant and we're sitting there in the tent we're all you know preparing to go out the next day he's like hey listen we're gonna go outside that wire tomorrow and That's really crazy. It's a really, really dangerous thing to do. You don't think it's dangerous right now because you're in the middle of it, but you're going to look back on this today and think like, wow, that's, that's really something else. It's really, that was really nuts. And you know what? It was really nuts. It was extremely dangerous. And going through all those things, you know, really just gives you a lot of perspective on life. Like, okay, I lost this sale. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. We, uh, you know, we found out we're going to lose our job next week. And that's, I'll never forget. You know, my wife and I, we, we, at one point when I was transitioning out of the Marines, there's some administrative snafus that went on. We didn't know if we were gonna end a paycheck the next week. And I just remember looking at my wife, i like, listen, we don't need anybody, we're gonna get through this. I know that we are, this isn't my first, this isn't my first rodeo, you know, I've been through a lot tougher than this. So yeah, that, uh, that kind of uh, inner fortitude and, and being able to go through those really, just really harsh experiences, I'd say developed me even further um, on top of, uh, you know, building the, the whole mindset and eventually, uh, you know, leading to um, me having an opportunity to, uh, you know, compete in the Olympic trials, which was really, really awesome. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Great experiences there. Now, talk about what do you say – what would you say some of the main qualities or mindsets you need to be a champion that would carry over from wrestling, Navy <coughs> marines, and just sales and life?
2: Yeah. I don't know what to The a call coming in? What I call is no quit, Right you say you have a goal and you there's no quit and you're all in. I'd say that if there's ever a special sauce, anybody, Oh man, I'm they're really coming in today. Holy smokes! Um, If there's ever a special sauce that you need to get things done in your life, uh, you need to have a goal. You need to know what the goal is. And you need to have a clearly identified and you need to say, Hey, I will, I, I will be all consumed by this and nothing will get in my way. You know, nothing, I'm not going to, going to have a few more beers tonight. I'm not going to, uh, you know, spend, uh, I need to get out of the house and, and go on the road for a few more days. I need to sit up and write this battle plan for my team tomorrow. Otherwise, I'm not going to know what, what we're going to do. I need to do 100 push-ups and 100 more ups tonight. You know, I can't tell you how many nights when I was growing up, just doing 100 push-ups, 100 situps before I went to bed every night, not knowing the effect of the, that little mindset effect that I would have later on down the line when I needed to have a goal or needed to, you know, be a, a better business person or a better father. And, uh, and, and just, it would, it would all be relative and all that mindset carried over throughout every single facet of my life. So not only is it important now thinking that, hey, you know, being a state champion is a big deal and it got perspective, right? Like when I was 16 years old, all I wanted to be was a state champion. There was nothing else more important in my life. Like, wow, <laughs> so much has happened since then. But the, the mindset remains the same, right? You're all in, whatever you do, don't let anything else get in your way. Don't be distracted have a goal and just go for it.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Now I guess I'll ask you the flip side of that question is what would you say some of the biggest we call mindset, red flags or biggest mental mistakes or um, you know, things that barriers that stand in the way mentally of reaching your goals for everyone. Right. Sure. Uh, And I know you probably
2: have a lot of, uh, a lot of female viewers here too. So I'm going to go ahead and say relationships in general, but you know, for, for guys, it's girls and for girls, it's guys, you know, you get distracted by these relationships. You know you're when you're a teenager you're coming up and everything's so you're hormonal or maybe you go through a divorce and now you're looking for you know the next person in your life and and what you thought was so important you know your your goals your financial goals whatever your professional goals whatever it is well it becomes a little less important now you have a a you know a significant other that uh, that you're just you know it's so new and so awesome and i've seen that really derail uh, a lot of people and I, not that it's a bad thing relationships are awesome but you, there's just, everything is good in moderation right it's okay to have a couple of drinks, but don't have it all consume your life, you know? Substance abuses, all that sort of stuff. I mean, any really, any other facet outside of your life that is that is not your goals is is going to end up being a distraction at some point. If you can handle it and handle it in moderation, that's great. But it just, it really takes a lot of discipline to be able to keep it, you know, on the straight and narrow. And nobody does, I, we all falter, right? I know, I, I coach now, I coach wrestling now here uh, in New York, and I know some great wrestlers, some guys who have... Staff. They have nutritionists. They have lifting coaches, and all of them go off with their plan at some point. All of them. Nobody's that, nobody's perfect. So hey, if you have, make a little mistake, you have, you have a little boo boo. You went in a couple of more days than you should have. To, it, it's okay, but just you know, learn from your lessons. Take something and and, and you know, take something to learn from it. And may, always make everything into a positive.
0: Makes sense. And what what big barriers would you tell someone to overcome if you're mentoring someone who's just getting started with the sales career? What do you tell them to do, and what do you tell them to avoid? <laughs> yeah. So I I tell them, you're gonna get a lot of
2: doors slammed in your face. Don't don't let it get to you. You gotta go. You gotta make that next sales call. You have you to just you have to keep moving forward. This is business. You're not in customer service. You're not in technical support. You're not in management. This isn't something. This is not gonna be a very predictable day. And no one's gonna guarantee that you're gonna make the next sale. You just have to keep on going. You have to keep on grinding. You have to innovate. You have to come up with new ways to. Uh, be able to make an approach to you know if it's a if you have a, a certain like I have a certain number of accounts right I sell the hospitals there's not going to be any more hospitals that are going to be made in my career and it's going to be the same staff that's working there so how do you innovate a different way to be able to get them interested and be able to, to find a different approach for them to uh to find whatever you have interesting or, or to would be able to create that need so um that's hard this is Coming from uh, to you from the school of hard knocks, these are lessons I've learned in the past decade I've been doing this. And uh, it, it, gosh, starting out was uh, was I, I wouldn't have thought that I would uh, you know have learned the lessons that I've learned to this very day.
0: Awesome, awesome, great stuff, John. Really appreciate having you, Num. Last question, totally unrelated and irrelevant. When we <laughs> wrestled over when we wrestled over at the Navy Classic, those showers were ice cold. Did you guys? And I remember thinking, like, man, these Navy guys are showering this all the time. That's why they're that's why they're hard of steel, right? So yeah. I wondered, is that were they always cold showers there Did you just stick the opposing wrestlers, the opposing team, over in those? I think that was just the opposing team, man, because I remember our showers always being
2: obnoxiously hot. So it just must be the piping. It was. I mean, that was a long time ago, man. Who knows? They, maybe <laughs> those, those pipes have been in there since the eighteen hundreds or something. Who knows? But yeah, it was, that was definitely your problem. That was not us. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's that's what i suspected by the way (laughs) great john cox thank you very much great information i hope everyone that's watching is sitting there with a notepad take those notes because man he knows what it takes to be a champion sports school business and life thanks a lot hey thanks gene good to talk to you absolutely
2: planning for your next trip